When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Five fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I am joined now with my co-host, Mark Collins. Good, good morning, morning, Mark. Good morning, good morning. Back at it. Always a pleasure. Downing some coffee right now. <laughs> so tired. That, that's the norm. That's the norm. That's, that's the key to our victory every day, a little, a little bit of coffee. Do you know what I realized I've just done too? And now I'm really just like ugh, so pissed at myself. So I sat down, I, I set up this whole thing like in my bed, right? Because, you know, I went to class this morning, so I'm not too lazy. Don't get it twisted, audience. <laughs> but uh, I went to class this morning, everything, got my coffee. Had And you know how I am, Mark, without my coffee. Oh, so yeah. I, I set myself up. I have this whole thing where it's like a lap desk. I'm so comfortable, and I realize my coffee's not next to me. <laughs> Michelle, without coffee, is a whole different beast. So you have you have got to really be precaution caution sign on that one. But now I got to get up, out my seat, with my laptop, and walk over and get my coffee because there's no <laughs> way I'm going to carry on without the coffee. Just make sure you don't spill the coffee on the laptop and sustain water damage, and we're screwed. So it happens to me a few times. That that, that has happened to me in the past, and it's sure. an absolute disaster. <laughs> sure. Hold on. All right. Um, how's your morning over there? You're you're over what three yeah. hours ahead? So you're That's what time it. is it there? Three hours ahead. We were it's eleven a.m. But we're we're freezing. It's cold over here. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm really ready to get at least to April. I wish I could just fast forward February and March and we'll get to April. Those are the coldest months out here in New York City. Everyone from New York knows that. You know, polar bear months. <laughs> polar bear. So when I yeah. when I go there, because I'm obviously flying over, what is it, next week? What what should I be prepared for? Should I bring to wear? Bubble down goose jackets. Okay. And you know, I, I we're not at the Tim we're not at the Timberland boots weather yet, but we're getting it. So you'll be all right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right with some sneakers for now. But okay. It's getting okay. Definitely a bubble goose jacket, scarf, hat, gloves for sure. Yeah. I got me some of that. I got me some of that. 
Well, very eventful weekend, no? Yeah. Uh, the the underdog in the situation, Liam, Liam Smith, with a, mm-hmm. with a fourth-round KO victory, TKO victory over Eubank Jr. Wow. Would you, would you actually call him the underdog, though? I mean... And th- going into this fight, he was definitely the underdog. I mean, but most, you know, some some boxing fans w- would would say he was. I I would say he was going into it, you know, which was made it more, which basically made the headlines more shocking when we read it was four front K. I wasn't so much shocked to be honest with you, because I actually rate Liam, but I think the reason is people tend to sway with the with like the bigger name or tend to. You know, because if one thing we can give credit to with Chris Eubank Jr. is his confidence. Absolutely. You know, and we have seen some improvement since linking up with Roy Jones Jr. Although I think Eddie Hearn has a lot to say. Eddie Hearn (laughs) will disagree with that. Yeah, Eddie Hearn will totally disagree with that comment right now. He just, you know, what's the the recent comment he put out? He said basically that he feels – I'm reading right here verbatim. He goes, I saw what we knew, which is Liam Smith is very good, very composed. Another guy who is completely lost in his boxing, technically. Eubank has never been great, but what he's always had is a fearless mentality, a great chin and great engine. What he's done with Roy Jones is completely take those assets away. So he basically sounds like he doesn't think Eubank Jr. being with Roy Jones Jr. is actually doing anything great for Eubank. So... Interesting because yeah. when he fought Liam Williams, what was that back last year, almost a yeah. year ago? Yeah, back in February 2022, I thought that he improved significantly. But obviously, yeah. as you know, styles make fights. We understand that you could look really great against one guy and look terrible against another. But I mean, I definitely saw some improvement there with Chris Eubank Jr. Obviously there was a lot going on mentally. There was there was the Connor Ben fight that fell through. He was prepared to go through with that fight. And you know, eating fried chicken, making jokes that he only has to come in, yeah. you know, oh, 50%, 60%. Do you think that do you think that that was just talk or do you think he really went in with that mentality and really only trained 50 to 60 percent or whatever it is that he was saying that he needed to do to beat liam i mean uh, i don't know I, I believe you know he had his heart set on the connor fight which ultimately fell through and i think when it came to liam he might have eased off the gas a little bit as far as you know believing he'll just get through him, you mm. know um but another thing like referring back to um the, the roy jones situation um Boxing fans were always very harsh. Were always very critical. Whenever there's one loss, you can you can have ten straight wins with somebody, and then you get that one loss, and they say, "Ah, oh, he needs a new trainer." Like look look for example, Anthony Joshua when he took his loss to Andy Andy Ruiz. The first thing that came out of everybody's mouth is he needs a new trainer. And hmm. meanwhile, meanwhile, Anthony Joshua was fighting the top guys, and he was winning, and we, they weren't saying that before. So now here we are with Eubank Jr. taking his loss. And here we are with the new trainer talk. So, I mean, we're, we're harsh, man. We're very critical when it comes to uh, that loss in boxing. We always try to, like, dismiss well, the trainer thing. One of Chris Eubank Jr.'s previous opponents, one of his 
three losses came to or was by Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe was wasted no time criticizing his performance. <laughs> he said that he needs to retire. Do you, do you think that that wow. he needs to retire, or do you think again we're we're jumping the gun and, and writing somebody off a little I too think, quickly? I think we're jumping the gun a little bit. I think he got. A, uh, I think he has some more left in him. I, I would like to see another another fight between Liam and uh, and and Eubank Jr. Now I think he'll get his confidence up and focus on 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 surely Liam Smith as opposed to you know what could have been in a Connor fight and the magnitude of that fight didn't happen. So it could have played an effect, but you know what? Well, he's a professional, so you never know. But hopefully, we'll see. I I believe there's going to be another match between them. You think so? I, I can see it definitely. Where are we talking about a match between Liam and yeah. Eubank? Yeah, I think I can see one more. I, I I saw Liam was open to it after the fight. He basically said, "Well, um, what he he named the location. I don't remember exactly where, and he said he was open to another rematch." See, I don't I don't know why, but I don't see that happening. I think that if Chris is going to continue, he's going to want to go for the big money fights. I could still see him wanting to fight Conor Ben. I'm actually just reading right now. Just two hours ago, the Daily Mail reported that uh, the investigation into Conor Ben's two failed drug tests is being held up due to wow. lack of cooperation with the UK anti-doping as he blames that there's been contamination and was eating too many eggs. So I know that he said in a post not long ago, what was it, a few days back actually, yeah. where he mentioned that he had proof and that he wants to clear his name and that too many people immediately jumped the gun to write him off, and that he seems very confident that he's yeah. going to come out of this. I remember you his know, line. His line, his line was, believe in the science. Mm-hmm. Um, new hashtag, believe in the science. So, so we'll see. I could still see that fight actually happening. However, Eddie Hearn has recently done an interview um, saying that Eubank Jr.'s team should be, quote, concerned about fighting Conor Ben. I'm just going to read just a slight bit of the interview he did with IFL, but he said a lot of people came out after the fight. He's talking about obviously the fight between Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith. He said, and that they said, thank God the Conor Ben Eubank fight didn't happen at 157.5 pounds because Conor Ben, in my opinion, punches harder, faster, more spiteful than Liam Mm. Smith. And we really believe he would win that fight, and he believes he would stop Chris Eubank Jr. What did Connor actually say after Eubank's loss? He tweeted something, didn't he? Or yeah, he, on- tweet- he tweeted. He basically came out and said, luckily he didn't. He wasn't in the ring with me because he would have been done in two rounds. I remember that. He came- actually was in video when he said that. Do you agree? Uh, I do, but I mean, Connor has has his his he got a bunch of stuff going on. We're kind of jumping the gun, talking about Connor. He's got to clear his name when it comes to that first, or, or and then we can discuss an actual, you know, um, how a fight like that would play out. Right. You know, for sure. It's just a little bit. It's a little premature with that one. He got he got yeah. things in front. He got stuff in front of him. He got to take care of. Yeah. I but it would have been a great fight. It would have been. It would have been a great. A big fight, also, and uh, you know, kind of look, you know, he look, he looks good when he's in the ring. But we'll see how that plays out, yeah, uh, right. with, with his testing and all that stuff. I think Chris Eubank Jr. is going to be very strategic with his paydays now. I can see that, you know, because should he lose another time, then we might be actually talking about retirement for him. 
So, and I'm only saying that because of his own pride. I know how Chris Eubank Jr. thinks, and in his pride, as if he, he continues to lose, I just don't see how he would want to continue to move forward, uh, at least in this space. I could see him doing a lot of other things, you know, but at least within be an active boxer, being an active boxer. So we'll see. I mean, um, just kind of changing the topic just a bit here. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Fury was actually in attendance for this fight. And Tyson has finally responded to Francis Ngannou, who, as we know, now being a free agent, he's calling out the likes of Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. We know that Dillian White threw his name in the hat, saying that he would like to fight him. Big money to be made in that fight, to be honest. The biggest payday of Francis Ngannou's life. Oh, yeah. Bare-knuckle fighting champion. Should also express their interest in a fight with Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou, which is which is which is big. This is what Francis Ngannou is looking for. This is what he wanted, exactly. and, this, and this is what he ultimately turned his contract down from the UFC to explore these options and to see the big money crossover fights. And you know what? I, I hope it does happen. I hope it does. And uh, it's interesting the stipulations that uh, that uh, Tyson Fury put forward. Did you read that? Yeah, I did. He basically, he basically said that uh, called out Francis Ngannou under these rules. Boxing match, four-ounce gloves, in a cage, and Mike Tyson as the star referee. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a big-money pay-per-view crossover fight to me. I like it. It also sounds like a whole lot of sarcasm going on in that as well. Mike Tyson as the referee. It sounds like a trilogy event. sure does interesting it's good yeah well francis Ngannou is he he's not gonna have any problem making some nice paydays because as far as i'm concerned i could see of course we gotta get the fight between tyson fury and alexander Usyk out of the way first we don't even know what's going on there mark because there's been really no updates Bob Arum last said that he has not heard back, has not received an official offer from the Saudis yet. So now they're they're looking at Wembley. I think if they're going to do it at Wembley, I think they should do a summer one, a summer fight, because you're talking about big Wembley crowd, nice warmer weather. You know, it's never too warm, but at least it'll be warmer than spring in yeah. in London. You know, I could see that being a really big summer fight, but again. We still don't have anything to go off of at this point. It hurts my heart. I'm I'm waiting patiently. I'm just hoping, keeping my fingers crossed. We've all been upset over the Crawford and uh, Spence failed negotiations, and we do not want to see that happen again going, going into an undisputed heavyweight championship fight of this magnitude. But so when it see. is of this magnitude, this is why we do get these problems. Yeah, because we're talking about each fighter is looking to make career pay career high paydays yeah you know so and rightfully so whoever wins this fight becomes the man (laughs) makes history absolutely absolutely imagine Usyk with with a win over Joshua and a win over Tyson Fury imagine that wow anything's possible in boxing but um, I mean I do favor I do favor Fury going into that fight though most people do, to be fair. I don't think I've, I've heard one person 
aside from like obviously Usyk fans, I have not heard any boxing insider, reporter, promoter, unless you're working with specifically with their teams that have actually said that they believe Usyk can beat Tyson Fury. However, everyone said that about Anthony Joshua. But at the same time, Tyson Fury is a freak of nature. He really is something special. And I think that, unfortunately, just due to, like, how social media works these days, we we always hear the haters louder than than those that support us. I just feel like Tyson Fury won't truly be appreciated for the talents that he actually brings to the sport until he's well-retired. Like, we're talking about, like, 10, 15 years after retirement. Yeah. It's usually like that, sadly. In yeah, boxing, it is. A lot of times, you know, the great ones are, are are put through hell when it comes to being even appreciated when they're at the top. Like, look at Muhammad Ali. He was severely hated when he was in his prime. Years later, fast forward, here we are, and he's praised as the greatest. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how it's going to play out. That's how it works. And I think that yeah. right now we're living in such a special era you know, we have so much talent in this era. I just yeah. think the reason why it's being a bit tainted is with all this talent, we're not really getting the fights that we want out of it. And it's such a shame. Yeah, I know. There's so much boxing politics that gets in the way. And, you know, unfortunately, this is it's more of a business than it is an actual um, how it used to be. Where everyone's just for the gusto, you know, for that. Yeah. You know. Titles seem to have meant more back then, you know, but here we are. We got to roll with it, you know, got to adapt with the times, I guess. New times. Yep. Oh, can we talk about what Tyson Fury said about Tommy Fury? <laughs> you know, you got to yeah. lo- you got to love Tyson Fury because he'll come out and he doesn't care who he's talking about, obviously. And he, he means what he says. And, and he's, he's, he's real. very outspoken. Yeah. He's, he keeps it 100, even with his family. He said. He literally said to talk sport, I expect Tommy to chin Jake Paul. And if he doesn't, he can stay in Saudi Arabia. Now, I like <laughs> that he said, I expect. Like, he's letting it be known. You yeah. are a fury, and this is the expectation. <laughs> like, he didn't even say, I believe Tommy can chin Jake Paul. He said, I expect Tommy to do it. That's so it. that's like a low key family threat, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. imagine what the tension's like at the dinner table. <laughs> it reminds me of my father back in the days when he would tell me, "Oh, that that guy's bothering you at school. If you don't fight him or if you lose, don't come home." <laughs> so, <laughs> that's almost what it sounds like. Seriously, yeah. but but at the same time, you know, obviously it's being reported that if the fight is to happen, it would be February 25th in Saudi Arabia. Wow. But I don't see how that works because wow. we're That's on way- January 24th. Uh, how do you manage to put such a big card like that together in one month? No press tour. There has to be a press tour. Like that fight needs to have a press tour. Absolutely. A hundred percent. There's so much riding on this fight. And just imagine the buildup. They're already kind of promoting back and forth trash talk on their social media but just imagine face to face on the stage in front of the world that's what it needs and it needs it needs it needs a, a tremendous a great buildup not a short buildup like remember when uh, uh mayweather versus pacquiao happened remember they only had like three what was it three different locations they did a face-off and then yeah. they let it went into directly into the fight so i'm hoping they uh 
change that and um you know give give it some ample time to build it up and then we'll get the fight that'd be great yeah even if they said april i'll be happy with that i'm thinking it's definitely sitting around april and you know what i wouldn't even be surprised if they managed to put that fight on the undercard of theory versus usik hmm imagine how big that would be wow like you you're talking about some serious like that would be I mean, it's already going to sell numbers to begin with, but you put that on top of the or on the bottom of the undisputed. Oh my god! Wow, that'd be something. Yeah, else. I mean, they're both reported for potential Saudi Arabia. I mean, look at—I mean, we don't know what's happening now, obviously, with Fury versus Usyk in terms of the time frame, but that was reported for March or April. Yeah. So if we're talking around the same time, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're they're talking about. Hopefully, as long as we get it, as long as we get it, I'm happy. That's 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 the bottom. That's the the common de- denominator we need in these problems is Tyson Fury Usyk fight. Please, yeah, let's get that out the way. It's been too long. Please and thank you. Okay, <laughs> well, Josh Taylor has suffered another injury. Oh man. This is the third time that we're getting a delay on the rematch between him and Jack Catterall. And wow. I'm just reading what Boxing Scene has reported. It says Josh Taylor issued medical certification notice by the WBO requiring proof of injury. It says the timetable is not immediately known for the rescheduled fight between Josh Taylor and Jack Catterall. Um, a hard deadline is in place, however, for Taylor to justify why he should remain champion. Taylor must comply with the WBO's official interim medical certification notice with the lineal NWBO junior welterweight champion required to show within the next five days proof of injury that will leave him out of the ring for another six to eight weeks. Wow. The development comes in the wake of Taylor having to postpone what was yet another, you know, uh, rescheduled date on March 4th um, with England's Catterall making at least the third delay in such plans for the pair to once again meet in the ring. Please be advised that on January 21st, 2023, the official boxing news outlet boxing scene reported the above. Wow. So, uh, okay. my, so my question would be is, did this come from Catterall's camp or this is actually protocol from the WBO since this fight just can't seem to materialize. Uh, I wonder. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on there, but... I guess we'll see, because everything comes out. What's in the dark shall come to the light. So Yeah, I mean, they got they got five days, and that was what? As of yesterday, I want to say? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So literally, by the 28th, we should sort of know what the situation is, and... You know, I don't believe Josh is lying about an injury. I believe he, unfortunately, he is injury prone. I mean, he's suffered several injuries in the past. Yeah. I, I think it's common sense, really, to know that if you're going to claim an injury, you know, that he knows that he'd be required proof or to require to prove that he does, in fact, have an injury. And I, I, I just see this, obviously, 
him submitting the, the details in necessary time. And unfortunately, we're just going to have to wait. And that sucks for Jack, you know? Yeah. He's just waiting and waiting around. And, and, then, and then, like, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do then? Does, does Jack go on yeah. and, and yeah. have a stay busy fight? Yeah, so what he's going to have do? to make it. Yeah, exactly. He's going to have to make a decision to see whether he's at a standstill. He's just not going to wait for it. And, and it's ultimately be up to him. And I believe the WBO would even grant that if he said, I'm going to move mm-hmm. forward. We'll look at this later. And um, I think they'll definitely grant that. But I mean, you know, um, Josh Taylor, these guys, they're professionals and they, they would know that they're going to have to answer. You can't just put out them injured. I'm pretty sure you know that you're going to have to answer to the WBO for this. So I'm sure there's a legit reason why he's this is being postponed a little more. I don't right. think they're gonna play around with that. Oh shoot! Do you know what? what I see. So jumping to another topic right now, as I'm searching the boxing news, Floyd Mayweather is going to face a reality star in a London exhibition bout. <laughs> Floyd, go the make mon- that money. The, I mean, the money, the I money, can't the, even. the money grab continues. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't even. Like this is. It, this is getting too easy. Too He's easy to make. He's milking it for all it's worth. <laughs> too easy. He's made, and he's, you know he's, what? He's, he was he was really slammed online for this. You know, like people believe that he's ruining his legacy by doing this. Do you do you agree with that? Do you see it that way, or do you see it as in easiest money you, ever made? You know what? Made. You know what? I, I I hear this conversation all the time, and, and me and the fellas, we always have this conversation. For me, in my opinion, Floyd has done so much for the sport. See, when you talk about Money Mayweather, you can't forget Pretty Boy Floyd and what he's done also when he was at on the come up. So he's fought so many top names. He's delivered constantly, big events, big fights. He's kind of earned to do what he's doing today. Whether he doesn't feel like he wants to fight on a professional level anymore against his top guys, let him make his money. That's how I see. It. He's gave us enough to the sport. He's dedicated his life, and he's you know he, he's been consistent being on top. So he's earned it. He's earned it. You know, people are gonna well, haters are gonna hate anyway. So haters are gonna hate anyways. You're damn That's right it. about that. So go mm-hmm. make that money, money grab. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> um, Alexander Usyk just issued a statement to Tyson Fury. He said, Fury, you talk about greatness in boxing, but at the same time, you say, quote, give me a lot of money. Greatness in boxing is not determined by money. Greatness comes from a victorious path. You say that I avoid you, although I never have. And in fact, I've even come to you. I'm ready to box with you even without any prize money. Wow. Wow, I like that. Let's go. And I believe it. Whoa. I believe it too. You know, some fighters when they talk, you're like, ah, I don't believe that. When Usyk says this, I really truly believe Usyk. And you know what? Yeah. It's, it's great to see that they really have, you know, that want, the enthusiasm to get this fight going. So that's what makes me even more excited. Yep. Okay, let's go. You know what? I like that Usyk is engaging back with Fury. <laughs> me too. And like I said the last episode. I like that they have nicknames for each other. He calls him Belly. He called him Belly the other day when he was eating. He's getting ready to eat a hamburger on his social media. And, and, and uh, he, he refers to Tyson Fury as Belly. And Tyson Fury refers, refers to uh, Usyk as middleweight, the middleweight. So right. I like that. Anthony Joshua and Jermaine Franklin has been finalized for April 1st at the O2 Arena in London. 
That's good. This is activity for for uh, Joshua, which is good. He'll probably have mm-hmm. a big fight going down uh, later in the year after this. I can see that. Well, yeah. I mean, Eddie Hearn made that very clear that he's going to yeah. fight a top fifteen ranked fighter. He's he's not going in straight to to a Wilder fight or something of that mm-hmm. sort. We all you know knew what, that. I really, you know what, I, I really like that about Eddie Hearn that he'll actually lay out the platform of what's going mm-hmm. to happen with a fighter as opposed to just us finding out out of nowhere. You know, or just speculation, and we don't know. I like that he puts things out there. The same thing he did it. He did it uh, last week with Canelo when he laid out a blueprint for him and what to expect. I like that. I like when I know what to expect, so I can actually, if I want to go by flight, I know I can make it there at this time frame. Yeah, that is yeah. nice. Yeah, I like that. I it is it. nice when you can have a bit of a heads up. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else we got? anything what, else you want to add? I know that we have Archer Betrabia versus Anthony Yard this weekend, January yeah, the 28th, weekend, yep. taking place at the Oval Arena in Wembley. BT Sport in the UK, ESPN in the US. Can't forget Tim, 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 Zoo, Tim Zoo with uh Tony Harrison. That's mm-hmm. a done deal for March 12th. Harrison stepping in for Jamel Charlo, who got injured. It's just still going to be another good fight. I just saw something about Jamal or Jamal. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to get the, you got to get you got to get the twins right. <laughs> Jamel's smaller one, Jamal the big one. A lot of people are confused about that over the years. You know, it was just BoxingNews24.com had an article titled "Jamal Charlo Should Be Stripped of the WBC Title." Hmm. It says, Jamal Charlo has been sitting on his WBC middleweight title for the last two years without defending it, making him a prime candidate to be stripped of his belt by the sanctioning body. Wow. It's been that long. Wow. No. It's a long time for a young fighter in his prime to sit out. To be honest it with really you. is. It really is. Yeah. It's two years of your prime right there. Again, back to the whole, the whole you know, topic of so much talent, but yet not seeing what we should be seeing in this era. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, it doesn't yeah. apply for everybody, but it just, it is a shame that we are seeing less and less of what we want to see at the moment. I God, know. I am so hopeful for 2023, Mark. I swear to you, I I am coming in I with know, this me too. mentality, but if we close this year off, the way we closed 2022 off, I, I am not even joking. Like, yeah, I could see why people's interest is shifting. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to file for divorce from boxing if that's the case. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving I'm giving her one year left. Straighten up her yeah. attitude. I might just have to have an affair. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I might just have, a, have a side piece. It and happens. Just, and, the, and, then and then when they realize. Time. And then when they realize you're having an affair, they want to act normal again. So hopefully boxing and shape up. You realize uh, Michelle Phelps is actually venturing into other things. It's, hey, wait, hold on a second. Let's get it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or my, I might have I might have to either have an affair or consider having a, a throuple. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a, <laughs> a throuple situation. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Did you see the recent comments from uh, Deontay Wilder when he's asked about the Tyson Fury mm-hmm. since we're on that topic? Yeah, they asked him a prediction about Tyson Fury, uh, Usyk fight, who would win that? Uh, he, he basically said, 
I don't know. That's a 50-50 fight. Depends on who's going to cheat the hardest. That's okay. what it is. It depends on who's going to cheat the hardest. Oh, Deontay. <laughs> I'm going to shut my mouth on that one right now. Yeah. I'm going to leave yeah. it at that. Uh, I don't. But my question is this, though. Why would... I, I'm a little bit confused on the Usyk part. Where does the Usyk come into the cheating part? Who's going to cheat? You're so, you know, cheating, so I was a little confused on that. But, you know. I'm confused by I it guess all. everyone has but... an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know what Deontay means. I can't speak. I can't I don't know. Yeah. But I mean I've exhausted myself on that topic. So it it like I said, I'm happy Deontay Wilder's back on the boxing scene. I'm happy to see, you know, hopefully we get the Andy Ruiz fight up and going. Um Hopefully we get a Wilder Joshua later this year. That fight, yeah, you know, I'm not holding it's, it's long overdue. One. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I got my fingers so crossed eventually. I am so jaded. <laughs> I always, you know, when I first came into boxing, people, I used to hear people talk like they were jaded. Right? I used to be like, be, be optimistic, be hopeful. Like I used yeah. to be that person. And now I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I just can't. Like, I, I'm i now officially at that point. I've hit the 10-year the mark Yeah. that I'm now, I'm beyond that. Like, I'm past the honeymoon phase on the shit. Let's get it together. Because yeah, no. we, we have nobody but ourselves to blame for the sport's reputation tanking. Yeah, unfortunately, it's you know, true. We got another creator clash coming out. We have other stuff. You know what I mean? We're living in an era where Jake Paul has a chance at becoming a world champion. Let that sink in. No disrespect to Jake. I like Jake. I'm, I'm actually proud of Jake and Logan and what they've been able to achieve. I'm real ass talk. Oh, me too. But remember three, four, five years ago when we used to laugh at the idea that they would do anything in this space? Yeah. Well, because we failed to deliver, people are now paying more attention to these type of fights. So nobody to blame. More power to the Paul brothers for doing what they did. They took advantage of an opportunity. They 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 found a weakness in the sport and took advantage of it. That's true. Speaking of the Paul brothers, I know you. I know you covered. um, You were out in Saudi for you were you were doing the the Crown Jewel coverage also, right? When it came to like uh, Roman Reigns fighting uh, the um, the um, the Paul brother Logan. Yep. So that was a tremendous match. Like people didn't expect Logan Paul to perform to that level that he performed at. And I to tell you the truth, that was an exciting wrestling match. You know, not you know. I, I was stunned at oh. his performance. I saw a commercial because I didn't get to watch it because I was covering a fight that night. Yeah. But I saw a commercial, like replay of it, and I had to like rewind it yeah. and press play, rewind it and press. I'm like, damn, is that Logan Paul? Yeah. Like, he looked really good. Yeah, absolutely. And he suffered real injuries after that fight yeah. too from his performance. Yeah. 
tore that was ACL. A really good, a really good show. Absolutely, a lot of people Seriously. signed up. Even professional wrestlers after the match gave him a lot of credit for that. They were like, "Wow, he stunned a lot of people. He stunned me." And I and I and I, I heard that he was good at, at wrestling, but wow, I was stunned. And and to top it off, that was with your boo Roman Reigns, so mm. <laughs> the champion in wrestling. My boo. <laughs> You know who the you know who the the main boo is at the moment. Who's that? Jason Moa Moa. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've heard that's that right, before. Mark. That's right. Main boo. You got boo one and boo two. I got a few boos, but <laughs> but number one is sitting right there. Can I tell you a funny story about Jason Moa Moa? Do you yeah. know I, I lived in Hawaii as a kid? And Jason Momo lived in Hawaii. So we lived on the same island. In fact, we were we didn't live too far apart, from my understanding. But I remember when I was in elementary school and he was filming for uh, Baywatch Hawaii. I remember they used to film right down the road from where I went to, to school. And after school, we would see them, you know, filming. And I just remember always having the biggest crush on him. Because, you know, he was the young kid. You know, just around my age, just in, just old enough for me to have a crush on him. And I used to think, oh, my God, I, I, I'm so in love with that guy. I'm going to marry him one day. I used to always say that to myself. <laughs> and then one day, I, of course, you know, I moved back to the mainland. Uh, and, uh, you know, that became long, far gone. He was just that, that little Hawaiian boy I had a crush on, right? <laughs> and I see him on Game of Thrones. And I'm like. Oh my God, that's him! Uh, oh my God, it just reignited for me. I was like, that was childhood boo. Now I'm like, it's, I'm back on it. <laughs> oh, oh man, I know that's he awesome. knows Tyson Fury too. So I'm about, I'm about to hit up Tyson Fury and be like, yeah. can you do an introduction there? <laughs> yeah, make, it, make this happen, please. <laughs> can you at least just like make an introduction at the bare minimum, please? Thank you, I appreciate it. I'm sure that could happen, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was shocked when I seen you do the Roman Reigns interview, and I said, "Oh mm. shit, she finally got to interview with him." So, You're right. Yeah. That was an opportunity I never, ever, ever thought I'd have because obviously, when would I have ever had a chance to do interviews with with the WWE? Yeah. And that was a really cool experience, and it that was something that I'm I'm happy that I was able to do. So shout out to Greg who now works for the WWE, who used to work for DAZN. That's how that all manifested. So shout out to Greg. Awesome. That's networking. Uh, Yeah, that's good. Well, I think we've pretty much concluded most of it. Pretty much. Um, Hold on. I have to – one final thing is we're on the Furies, right? Yeah. John Fury has said Tommy Fury's boxing career is over with a loss to Jake Paul. Like, can you imagine the pressure – Bobby is feeling right now like he got a new baby on the way. He's already got a lot to think about. But now his brother and his dad is basically adding that that additional pressure. <laughs> like that's some tough love right there. AKA don't embarrass us. Yeah. Just imagine him showing up to the house for dinner the next day after if he lost that fight. He might get jumped. <laughs> he might get jumped at the dinner table. Oh, Literally, look at. I just have to read a bit of this. During a recent interview with Talk Sport, John Fury discussed the expected clash between Tommy and Jake Paul. 
While the bout is yet to be officially announced, the veteran boxing figure noted that an announcement is close. He said, I don't think it's been officially announced, but I hear an announcement is imminent. They are finally getting it on and going to throw down, Fury said. The two YouTube people get to battle it out for the king of the YouTubers. It's going to be fun, and I expect Tommy to chin him. If he doesn't, he can stay in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so that's that's Tyson saying that. Now, let's see. Where did John come into this? Oh, absolutely. No shadow of a doubt. There is no more boxing for him if he loses. But I am 100% confident he will knock him out. It's a big ask for Jake Paul because Tommy is much better than when he's faced than what he's faced before. So fair deuce to him, Fury added. Interesting. It says that John provided the same sentiment, noting that anything but a decisive victory would lead to his son's retirement. He said it's a foregone mm. conclusion that Tommy will win. We are not leaving a stone unturned and are training as if we are against a world-class fighter. He's working really well. Tommy will be very famous on the 26th of February. Mm. Wow. Well, I think that the boxing world is probably behind Tommy because the boxing world, for the most part, they're not Paul brother fans. They think that it's making a mockery of the sport. So I think for the most part, yeah, that's some. We could say the hard half and half on it. Well, I'm not saying I'm talking about the boxing fans. Yeah, boxing fans are tuning yeah, in to Jake the hardcore Let's fans. The real hardcore mark. Fans, yeah. Let's keep it real. Yeah. The hardcore boxing fans are tuning into Jake Paul's fights to see him get knocked out. They're not Absolutely. actually watching because they're supporting him. They're they're tuning in because they want to say that they saw it the moment it happened. Yeah, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Just like, do you remember? Remember when Paul's Floyd Mayweather was fighting? Do you remember when Floyd Mayweather was fighting and Floyd had the same yeah. type of audience? Everyone bought Floyd's yeah. paper, even if they hated him. Because they wanted to see him get knocked out. Yep, that's a fact. Big time so, fact, right there. So that Jake Paul is smart because he don't care if he's loved or hated. Fact is, you're tuning in, and that's what it should be. When you when you're doing anything, when it comes to entertainment, you know, even my own haters, I'm grateful for y'all because you're still listening, and you're still tuning in, and you're still making what I do relevant. And that's what people do. That's what they depend on. You are a person's success is just as much dependent on the hater. Mm -hmm. That it is the supporter. I just want to thank him for that. Thank you. <laughs> it's a fact. It's a fact. Because even yeah, if the haters don't like you, they're still talking about you, which gives you relevance. Very true. They're not talking that's about nobody. Right there. That's, that's almost it's biblical fact. right there. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> so got, that's why that, that's what they that's what they say you got to love the hater and you got to love the supporter because both of them are are keeping you relevant keeping your business going and flowing so that's true very true well mark i think we've concluded yeah. our podcast episode four yep i think we've covered just about everything like always just we just, uh, went well very well well we will obviously be back later this week 
hopefully we'll have some more news to do, to to report on some good news sure who knows be interesting things start picking up yeah mm-hmm. we'll see there's always there's always something going on in the fight world so we'll figure it yep. out <laughs> put it out there well fight fans thank you for tuning in we will be back in a few days to cover some more boxing news with you guys if you guys by any chance have any suggestions or even you know i think it'd be great to get some boxing fans on just to start doing some like random opinions, you know. Absolutely, what do yeah. the fans think? Absolutely. That's what matters. You know, it don't absolutely. matter what we think, Mark. It matters what they think because they're <laughs> the ones buying the pay-per-views. They're the ones who are who are keeping boxing relevant. They're the ones who are supporting these guys and, and women. Very true. Very true. And we're all dealing with the heartache of the ups and downs and the roller coaster of boxing. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's important to get their thoughts, their opinions. So maybe we should start doing that, bringing one or two on every episode and just kind of rounding out a few topics and seeing what their thoughts are on it. Absolutely. I'm all in. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in a few days. If you guys would like to be considered to come on our next episode, feel free to email us at info at behindthegloves.com until we have an official email for us. With a hard-hitting podcast. Hard-hitting. That's it. We'll be waiting. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for your time, Mark. Appreciate it. And we'll speak soon. Always a pleasure. Peace out. Okay. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.